And here we are again, K&M Podcast, Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we recap game number two in season of information, I'm going to call it, because this is going to be a very informational season for our Detroit Lions. Hello, Mike. Well, are they winning games or are they just gathering information? Well, it looks like we're going to gather information because the winning games may be few and far between the way this team is going because – Let's just face it, Mike. They are light on talent. They are light on experience. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting journey these next uh, 15 weeks. You know what kind of strikes me? And I think, I think that game two uh, last night against the Packers at Lambeau was just the opposite of game one at home against the San Francisco 49ers, uh, was it nine days ago? And that was that I thought the Lions played you know, 30 minutes of good football against, against the Packers. But it was the first 30, and I thought they played maybe 25 minutes of good football against the 49ers. They were the last 25 or the last 20 or something like that. But I think the way this team is built now, they've got to play. They're not going to play 60 minutes, but you got to play as close to it as you can. And they haven't done that yet. And that's to me, that's why they're 0-2. They're sort of a half a team, uh, in, in, you know, but in different ways in both games. Yeah, I, I can agree. I can agree with that in a way, but also I can agree that they're just. If you looked at the schedule before the season started, you had these them down for two losses. And if I would have told you the scores of the games, the Green Bay game, I could have told you that score would have been what it was. Maybe the San Francisco game, I didn't think they could have scored 41, but I thought they would have won the game. So I'm not – score-wise, I'm not seeing anything different than, you know, what I thought. It's the way that they're losing. I, I'm not a glass-half-full, guy, empty guy. I, I see some positive signs in these two weeks. Well, wait a minute, Kenny. You're a, you're not a glass half full. You're a glass broken. Guy. I'm just a glass, man. I, but <laughs> but you know, I'm not. You get on the air. You when I turn on the radio or I call as they call in our state. You just this panic. Well, everybody knew this what this season was about. But still, I heard somebody this morning blaming the firing of Gary Moeller for where they're at now. I mean, it's just it, it's just Gary Moeller. Yes, Gary Moeller. They've gone back. To, it's just ridiculous some of the things In you 2001, hear. 2001, right, 20 years ago. Right, 20 years ago. That's That started the downfall. And I'm just, you know, I swear if I listen long enough, somebody's going to blame Stafford for last night's loss. I mean, it's just that's the way they go. But I'm looking at the big well, picture. Well, it is his fault. If he was any good, he'd still be here winning. No, but he got <laughs> Hey. He knew when to get in that lifeboat and get out. He saw what was coming. No, I think he so. saw what I was coming. So. And well, I think, in fairness to Stafford, he didn't want to be part of a rebuilding program. That's what I said. He, he saw wanted, this coming. Yeah. Right. He saw this he coming. Saw this coming. He knew what was happening. And for his career, he can't go 16 years without winning a playoff game. So he knew he had no, to go. No, absolutely. Now, Jared Goff, on the other hand, I'm trying to place him in the pantheon of Lions' past quarterbacks. He's not as good as Stafford. But I, I think, think he, he can be second. I think he can come in second. Maybe like in the last 20, 25 years. Yeah, in the last years. 20, maybe 30 since, years. Since Rodney, since maybe since 89. That, yeah, since Rodney Pete came yeah, in 89. Since Rodney Pete came in 89. And, and Eric Kramer. And, right. and uh, Scott Mitchell. And Scott Kidna, Mitchell and Neville. Yeah. Joey. Uh, he can finish second. I'd say so. I, I'll tell you one thing about him. I, I, I think he, he throws a nice ball. Now, it's not Stafford's ball, but it's a nice ball. But I just think sometimes, this is based on two games, okay, sometimes he kind of gets caught up and looks a little bit, I wouldn't know about undecisive, but just sort of, do I really want to throw it there? Right. Something like that. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. 
And he's going to turn over the ball because we've talked about his hand problems in the past when he was drafted. He's got small hands, so he's going to turn it over a few times. And one of them was last night. It just happened to be. Well, no, but no excuse for the. And no excuse, but I'm saying he's going to turn it over. No excuse, Kenny. No, it's the basic. It's his fault. Basic. I'm not saying it's okay. it's the basic. It's the basic play in football at any level. I'm not saying it's Just okay, but I'm saying he's gonna turn. He's gonna turn the ball over. That's well, just his mo. Him, I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's his mo, and he's always done it, and he's always gonna do it. So that's just part of what you, the package you get with him. He's gonna turn the ball over, and he turned and it over the other thing last too. night. When you're the when when you're, the Lions are playing a team like the Green Bay Packers, and they've got Aaron Rodgers, and he calls out what he was gonna do. He said, "Look." Any team that's got young guys, you go after them. You test them. And what happens third and 12 at the the 22-yard line, uh, third quarter, Lions ahead 17-14, 50 yards down the right sideline to to, uh, uh, Devontae Adams. Bingo. Changed the entire game. Changed the entire game. And that was... You know, against a rookie cornerback yeah. who had good tight coverage. Good coverage. I don't think he could cut. it was good coverage and a great throw. Great good beats throw. good. But I always wonder why they were playing two deep safety on that play, third and 12. He, we got to ask Aaron Glenn about that later in the week, why he changed up from the two deep on that third down. Because what do you mean? he went one deep safety on that play, and that's why it was just either the corner and the wide receiver out there. You know, he had been playing two deep the whole game where they weren't going to let Aaron Rodgers go over the top on him. But that on that play, he came in, he moved the safety up. So we have to figure that out later in the week why that happened. Maybe he thought that he didn't want to get dunked for a 12-yard, you know, first down, so he'd rather take his chance on one long ball one-on-one. We'll see. We'll have to talk to him. But I thought that um, the defense is a mess in parts. I saw some good things, though. I don't think the, the run defense is terrible. No, I don't think so either, but uh... – have trouble getting getting teams off the uh, get get them off the field. It really is. Well, when you tough. when your linebackers are playing so poorly, this happens. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you can say if you want to. Jamie Collins, man, they I, he needs to go to the bench. I, I don't know if he's if this was his retirement well, contract or not, but either look. he's not playing. And and look, they knew this was gonna happen when they signed him because everywhere he only played good in New England. He went to Cleveland, didn't play good. They sent him back. He played good in New England. He comes over here, hasn't played good since he got here. He played good in Arizona. I, I'm skeptical on that. Oh, no. I know. I, 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 no, I don't think he played for Arizona. I, don't, I think it was Cleveland and back. I, I'm at the University of Arizona. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think so. Mike. You talk about the other guy. Um, he's just. I thought he made some plays last night, though. I really did. Yeah, I but thought, Mike, you make one was, play out of what 57 plays. Play. I, mean, I said come he on. made some plays. He didn't do anything. He's he got a hit on a quarterback. A oh half wow! A sack. Okay, yeah, give him yeah. a cookie. He's a garbage. Garbage. No, garbage. But you know what? He, but he was also put out. He also had to cover Aaron Aaron Jones out of the backfield. He can't do that. You got a linebacker on that team that can do that. I'm, I, you know, but, I'll but, even but get those. Loss. I'll even get those plays away. He's just their linebackers are not good. Anzalone, alone thirty four. It, it, it's it's just not good, Mike. And, and and you know he's the captain of the team and everything. But look, you got to start playing Derek Barnes. I don't know why he didn't play last night. Why? What the deal was? And why he hasn't played a lot? He played five snaps the first week. But, look, you well, got to rotate him in at least. Let, let, let me ask you the other part of this, okay? Since he didn't play, how do you, he's played five snaps in two games. How do you know he can play? 
What makes you think he's the answer? Well, that's, he hasn't played. But that's They're what you find out. That's what you find. Look, maybe that the coaches find that out during in the practice and in the preseason games. Okay, he played five plays last week, Mike. Two tackles and an assist in those five plays. Okay, so so give him another chance. I mean, look, you can't be any worse. It can't be any worse. Of course, you can be worse. How? Kenny, things can get worse. It can't get worse than those linebackers they got out there now. Yes, you can. They're the worst linebackers in the league. They are the worst set of linebackers in the league. Okay, the rash statement by Ken Brown. Hey, you. I got to I got to ask. Anyway, we'll move on from that because we. Um, I don't think Trey Flowers' position is that outside linebacker. I don't. I just don't think that's a. Well, good I don't think that's a true. I don't think it's a true outside linebacker, though. It's a little. It's a, a different way though. than they right. than they play it. It's a stand. I don't think he's um, he's agile enough to play it like that. I think you need an agile guy. You know who would have been perfect for that for that spot? Ziggy Ansa. Ziggy Ansa would have been perfect for that spot when he was healthy and on the lines. That was a perfect spot. A stand-up guy like that, because that's what he did at BYU. He would have been perfect for that spot. But I just don't think Flowers is agile enough to play that. He's more of a down lineman than me. Why are we even bringing up Ziggy Ansah? I just, just brought up the, a perfect – Why? Because I'm giving you a prototype of what that position requires. A prototype who doesn't even play it. I'm just – he played it in college. He played it in college at BYU. It's oh, a prototype. It well, it's a prototype of what you look for. You look for a guy about 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 250, 60, 65 – that can move, and that's the prototype for that position. Well, was, well Ziggy answer was two seventy five. So, but he okay, and, and could okay. move. Okay, could move. Okay, all right, here we go. And he could move. And he, he absolutely right. could. And he put weight on to play down line, but he 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 in BYU he's about two sixty, two sixty five. Anyway, forget about BYU. Forget about. Well, BYU. look, as long as we're going to project him at, at the positions that he never played, let's. Why can't he play quarterback? Mike, he played the position. Okay, let's go. Okay, move let's on. go. I, I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to sit here with you. Um, you know what you do? You start these arguments, and then as soon as I make some <laughs> wisecrack, we move on. Yeah, we move on. Uh, <laughs> the secondary, um, I don't even know how to judge him. Uh, Will Harris, has he made a play in two games? He's had a tough time there. I, would, I, was really, I was really high on him coming out of uh, camp. I really was. Just haven't seen it. No, I think he's. I think he's got the physical tools you want to play that position. I think he's aggressive. I think he's tough. But as a scout once told me about a player, no runs, no hits, no errors. Yeah, AJ Parker, undrafted free agent to me, has been the yeah, most that, impressive of those back five guys. Number forty-one. Well, I think part of that is that we see, you know expect nothing out of undrafted free agents, and when they show anything. And we want to project him further, but I don't disagree with you. I, I wouldn't say the most imp- impressive, but but certainly a guy who looks like he has a future in the National Football League. Now, you know, with Melifanu, uh, the injury, that looks like he's going to be gone for a while. There's going to be an opportunity for somebody to step up you know, into that into that role. Then somebody else becomes the fifth defensive back and somebody the sixth. So, you know, if there's a, you know, just sort of a, a, a patch and fill uh, uh part of that thing where you start moving people up and moving up the order, and so somebody's going to get a chance to play. I saw uh, Nevin Lawson was working out with somebody today. I wonder would they be interested in bringing him back. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. I, why? Well, you looking for get, look right now. Look, you, you got two legs. You weigh less than 190 pounds. We looking for you because you just got to get look, some I'm guys. Like, I, I'm a big Nevin Lawson fan too, but no, you know. Okay. All right. 
Uh, Tracy Walker, I thought, played a little better yesterday. I thought Tracy Walker. Yeah, Walker's I thought he made a couple of plays down in the, yeah. down in the backs. I thought, yeah, yeah really I thought good. he played better. I don't see anything outstanding by anybody there, but, no. but I thought no. he showed out a little bit. No. Yeah, I'd agree with that. No. Defensive line, I thought, was okay. I think they'll get better. I think the nose tackle, um, Mc, Mc, is it McNeil? I keep getting the name. Aliyah McNeil, yeah, from I think North Carolina get, State. Yeah. I think he, he's getting better the more he plays. And um, I think they miss Kevin Strong, who's out. You know, with yeah, the, with the, nice with rotation the, uh, guy. Back, Rockers yeah. played pretty good yesterday. Yeah, you sure did. Say, yep, played pretty. I'd good. agree so, with that. So the tackles are good. Get those ends right. I want to see Aquara play a little better, the older Aquara, and I want to see the younger Aquara play. I think you should start getting those guys in there because you got to well, see. Well, Julian you played. He played yesterday. Yeah. Did he play yesterday? I didn't see. Yeah. He must play yeah. Okay, I didn't. All right, was well, good. Get him in there. Um, Barnes has got to play, like I said. I want to see um, Austin Bryant play some more. I want to see him get well, in there. He played two snaps in the first game. Yeah, and didn't, he was inactive last <laughs> night. I want to yeah. see him get in there and play a little more. You know what, Kenny? There seems to be something missing there. Really, he looks great, but just, just you know, he's, this is his third year, and he's still completely wondering, but, you know, partly because of injuries, partly because of – you know, lack of production or whatever. We still still wonder about a guy who was a fourth round draft pick three years ago. No, you're right. You're right. That's why I want to see him. Now, an offense, uh, the wide receivers. I thought Cephas is about to establish himself as a good number two in this league. I I would agree with that. Uh, one thing about him is that and that he, I I think that it, if you're a new staff or a new position coach and you take him over, you know you've got to you've got to be patient and see what he has before you go. Oh, this guy can't run. He'll never play, because he has a way of uh, he has a way of coping with a lack of speed. And part of that is because he's smart, he's tough. He's got great hands, and he can jump, and he goes for the ball. And you know that that first catch he made, the forty-six yarder. Maybe I called you last night. He looked like a baseball outfielder on that one. First, he was over the right shoulder, looked over his right shoulder, and without breaking stride, when the ball floated on him switched over his left shoulder, caught the ball on the run, 46 yards. I just thought it was a terrific, yeah. terrific way he tracked that ball. Yeah. Just a perfect route to the ball. I, I like him, and I think you can work with him. Uh, they still need to get – I want to see Terrell Williams back in there before I make any more decisions on if they need any more wide receivers this year. Well, I think they need more whether he comes back or not. Well, I'm, I'm talking about to get – You can't survive with – you can't survive with two. Well, I'm talking about – Three, four, three, Yeah, but four. I'm talking about waiver guys picking guys up and dropping them for the rest of the season. I want to see Terrell Williams back in there because then that moves everybody else down a slot. And then, like, St. Brown is a fourth guy and, you know, like that. So, I want to see Terrell out there with Cephas and and um, and golf and let them play a couple of games together, you know, and see what you got. And then – Know where you got it. You're going to need a receiver eventually, but like I said, I want to just see those guys play. Um, no, I, I don't disagree with that. Tight end is tight end. Tight end is tight end. I mean, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Just put Hawk out there, and you put up 60, 70 yards and a touchdown. Because yeah, I what thought he's Fells do. would do more. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't really no, showed out no, yet. No. I think he will to some degree, but yeah. a little dis. I'm, I can't say I'm disappointed in him because he really hasn't done anything to be disappointed about. But I expected more. I expected more right. production. And that could be a quarterback situation, too, where he's got to get comfortable throwing it to him. So, well, he, you know what? When in doubt, if I'm the quarterback of the Detroit Lions right now, I look for Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. I yell no out doubt. his name. No I, I yell out his name. No hey, doubt. DJ, where no are doubt. you? Offensive line, I thought, played a real good game. I'm going to tell you right now, besides the one holding call, which they never, I didn't see a replay of, I couldn't tell. Uh, left tackle, 
didn't call his name all night, which means that he did the job. Didn't call his guy out and didn't call him. Well, I'll tell you, a guy who got his name called out once and, and did a great job, and that was Frank Ragnow, the center. They showed a, they showed a play, and Brian, uh, uh, the, the color commentator, uh, pointed out that pointed out that play where he just took the, took the defensive lineman I think it was and just drove him completely out of the play to yeah, the left. Yeah, I remember that. Greasy. Brian Greasy. Yeah, yeah. Brian Greasy. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right now, you're two games away from um from Sewell having that job for good. That's no, you're two. Not. Yes, you are. You're two. two no, you're not. Two games. No, you're this not. guy's getting better every week. And I, if you move him, it's the dumbest thing you ever done. Because I'm telling you right now. He's a left tackle. He's a, he, he. I'm telling you right now. I may be getting beside myself with this, but the way he's playing, he could be in the Pro Bowl this year. He's that good. He's that good. And we'll Kenny, see. You can say that. You can say that when you see two games of Barry Sanders. You can't say that when you see two games of an offensive lineman. Okay, Mike. You either got it or you don't. When Lomas first came in, you could see he had it right away. You can see this guy's got it right away. I mean, you just see it. You just see it. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but I'm not saying you disrupt the entire offensive line. You're not disrupting anything because, for one thing, Decker's out, so you don't have to worry about it right now. No, but he's going to come back, and when he comes back, there's a real decision to be made. Yeah, okay. He really keep is. playing the way he's playing, though. The decision's going to be made. It's going to make itself. And you know my theory anyway, because you're not going to win. You're not going to playoffs this year. It's going to be a bunch okay. of teams out there that need a left tackle before the deadline. That's ridiculous. There's going to be a bunch of teams out there. That Kenny, need it's ri- you know what? That's ridiculous. Yeah, okay. You know it. All right. Just keep it. Remember, I said it first. All right. Um, well, a lot of things you said first. That's it. <laughs> well, we got to cut this out because we got a 20-minute deadline here. Um, this week is the Baltimore Ravens coming in. Oh, boy, yeah. And the Lions are, I think the record now for most games over 35 points or whatever, the entire season is two. I think it's going to be three because I think Baltimore's going to ring at least 35 up on them this You know, yeah, I went on their website yesterday to listen, read the, you know, listen to the interviews and all that after their game on Sunday night. I mean, look, this is really a well-coached team in John Harbaugh. I think he's as good. Okay, you can take Belichick, I get it, you know, the legacy coach. But after him – Anybody you want to put up there, I'll put John Harbaugh there right with him. That's a bold right statement. That's a bold statement. I know it is. I hope you can back I'll that put, up. I hope you can back it up. Look at his record. I'm a, just a bold statement with all the great coaches played in this 13, league. 13 seasons as he's made the playoffs nine times. Made it, he made it five straight years with a rookie quarterback, and now he's made it three straight years again with another rookie quarterback. And, 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 uh, Lamar and, Jackson. And, uh, yeah. Okay. All right, we'll see. Well, he's a good team. It's a good running team. Um, it's going to be a test yeah, for the run defense. I don't know. Lamar's iffy on the pass, and some days he looks good, some days he doesn't. I don't know what he's going to be Sunday. Yeah, so. but you know what your biggest nightmare is? Hey, I'm not throwing the ball good today. I'm going to run it. Yeah. There's your nightmare. Yeah, especially with Jamie Collins and Anzalone. How do you pronounce his name again? Because I just, it's just, I just can't get number 34, Anzalone. I think. Let's just forget him, okay? Let's leave the poor guy alone. <laughs> the poor guy. Stop. Pick on some guy named Smith. All right. Well, get Barnes There's got to be a game. Smith out there somewhere. All right. Well, it's Calvin Johnson ring day. If Calvin's going to be there, I guess it's to be determined. I'm assuming he's going to be there. So it'll be a big, raunchous crowd there at the game uh, Sunday. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk about that next week one way or another. If he shows 
or if he doesn't show. That's right. We'll have plenty to say about that. So overall, Mike, okay. go ahead. I was going to say. No, oh, go ahead. Overall, overall um, are they behind where you thought they'd be right now, right where you thought they'd be, or ahead of where you thought they'd be? No, I didn't. I did not pick them to win either of the first two games. I thought inside the the betting line, and I thought basically the way they played, they they played like they're inside the betting line against the Packers. They just didn't get enough points to to get the payoff. But I thought I think they played about what they are. Coaching really, uh, I think I think they're about what they are. I think what they inherited from the previous regime defensively changes the whole game. Mm-hmm. They're just standing there kind of crossing their fingers open. Oh, my God, I hope they don't reef us on this play. Mm-hmm. That's wait, the way it is. And coaching ahead, behind, or right where you thought? I no, I think they're fine. I think they're fine. I think, okay. you, know, and two, you know, listen, two games into Matt Patricia's, and I don't necessarily agree with this, but into Matt Patricia's regime, we were talking about, you know, uh, guys who wanted out. I don't hear any of that here. Yeah, I agree. I think he's right where he was. I would have ran that fourth down play uh, instead of throwing to Cephas, which he was really wanting to throw to Hawkinson, who got covered, he said, after the game. But I would have ran that ball. That's the only question mark of yesterday's game. I would have I would have preferred to run it, but I think it's one of those things. If it doesn't work, it's wrong. Yeah. Way but I would have put it behind my number one left tackle, number 58, Penny Sewell. I would have put it right behind him, and I would have got that yard. But that's me. I'm just a, a watcher, not a coach. All right, Mike. Let's go wrap All it up. Right. Don't be. Tra- much, don't. Please. I'm gonna tell you. When we come here again, don't be trying to be quiet when I mention Sewell's name. I know you. You got your backup now because I've already put him in left tackle. But you must talk about him. I must listen to you. You must talk about, about him. him. Don't be it's, silent. It's, it's, don't be silent you know on the is? greatness of Sewell. You know what it is? It's unnerving. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, here we go. That's thanks for joining right, us here on the Cannon Podcast. We'll see you next week for another exciting episode. Goodbye.